Yes, that was one of his. We're talking about uh, Duran Duran, of course, but we're also talking about Ian Little because he's got a book out, which is a, a, a memoir um, called Baptism of Fire. And Ian was involved in the production of Seven of the Ragged and the Ragged Tiger, which was the third Duran Duran album. You know, after Rio, it was, can they grow and can they keep their fan base and keep getting hits? Yes and yes. So it's an interesting book, this, actually. What it does is it, it sort of, it gives you an early page-turning, quite breezy feel of, um, this is how I got into and was interested in um, in production, in music production, helped by Phil Manzanera from uh, Roxy Music, who had Gallery, his own studio, and Ian was involved very heavily in that, then worked with Roxy Music uh, on the Avalon album, and had Avalon, and had um, credits and all of that on there, and what this is really good at doing is, he, he's very good at giving you a sort of, um, a sense of being sort of in at the deep end, really enjoying himself and learning very quickly because of the way that Roxy Music sort of built up music and um, looked at synth tones and the way they would work and the way they would work the collage together to make that music. And he, he previously worked with other people who come and gone in the gallery. Um, talks about uh, Godley and Cream being being real, really fun to work with and uh, running around the studio to get back to hit a note on the piano um, and you know the the way that they worked this and I'm fascinated by the way that music comes together in the studio because music changes from when you write it it's a different song to when you jam it it's a different song to when a producer says maybe we could do this it's a different song when it comes out and it's ours then and it's a different song when you play it live so it goes through lots of different kind of um, kinds of incarnations really or iterations if you want to talk like that Iteration sounds like some kind of of, um, of ailment. I've got iteration, doctor. Mm, have some ointment. But he's kind of um, there's a, a feeling which is quite nice of a sort of wide-eyed wonder with working, you know, with Brian Ferry and with Roxy Music and with um, how wonderful Phil Manzanera was with him, and then working with with Duran Duran from the beginning of the writing period for Seven and the Ragged Tiger, having um, you know going with them to different parts of the world, flying out to, to meet Simon de Bond first to see if they get on and and then writing with them and how that comes together and how Simon writes and, you know, how Simon fits into the writing and how they start with bass lines and drum beats and all. It's really fascinating, actually, um, to see how different bands do this and how the uh, they were under pressure to produce uh, a hit and all of that and how it all came together and how they were chasing time from the first demoing of the whole thing and the rehearsal and the writing period and then not really having enough time when they produce when they when they actually produced the record and made the record and all of that um it, it's really fascinating the way it works he's he's in the mobile truck um when he's when, when he's doing all of that and uh which he said was it's okay when you're doing it when you when you're recording live because you know you're recording the concert and that's really it but if you're there for a few months it's a bit uncomfortable, <laughs> you know. There are pictures throughout, which is really well done. It's a, it's a, it's really well presented actually as well. 
it's sort of an A5 size. Um, it's a hardback. It's an A5 size, um, and it's um, it's got some lovely sort of 80s design on that. Um, he worked with uh, Giorgio Moroder after that, um, but he's very clear. Oh, by the way, this comes out on this book's out on Astral Horizon Press. It's really nice, and um, it's re really well produced. So yes, he worked with Giorgio Moroder and uh, and others, and he's very clear about how he lost the kind of position that he should have had. He should have ascended to even greater heights, production-wise, after, after that kind of job. But he descended into drug addiction, and um, he's very clear about that, and his path out of that, and his current, um, his current mental, emotional, and business working state. It's a really good read, actually. Um, sometimes there's a feel of a breathless fanboy, and I understand that. Sometimes there's a feel that... Um, and it could have been me. There's also a feel of... What you also get is sort of a, a feeling of, of, of people in the business kind of... Um, competing with each other you get that and sometimes that does feel a bit he said she said in here but that's part of the industry isn't it it's part of part of an, a, an arts industry and I was part of I was in one part of the arts industry and it is like that and that's why I'm not in that industry anymore and um this is a really interesting look it's a it's a very kind of it's very the, you know, the, the, the way the music is produced is very of its time, of course, but it gives you a fascinating look into how those songs and how songs in general are built up and how they are, how parts are added and you look for other parts you've done in the past and then you can use them in something else. I'm fascinated by all of that and the way that music is organic, but it isn't organic at all when you're talking about producing it. So do give this a look. It's called Baptism of Fire. It's by Ian Little and you will find on Seven and the Ragged Tiger, some remixes on the deluxe version from Mr. Little. And um, have a listen to that. Because, you know, those Avalon and, and Seven and the Ragged tire, Tiger, not the Ragged Tire, not the Ragged Spare Tire, that would be a very different album. But Seven and the Ragged Tiger are very well produced and they don't just have a kind of 80s sheen. Well, Avalon does, but it's a certain type of sound and album and that's what they were going for seven of the ragged tiger doesn't it sounds vital and bass and drum led and that's a real testament to his work yeah you will get a chapter on the first single he did with them which is please please tell me now and if there's something you'd like to know about that album you'll find it here ta ta